you know it's a cold day in Florida if the heater is running and you have to wear socks and a sweater. I have my first cup of coffee here and as I'm opening up my emails and reviewing a few applications, I came up with today's topic for this podcast. So we're gonna talk about resumes. Now the concept seems basic to me, but then again, I've been reviewing resumes my entire 15 years or so in the business. But I don't think there's others out there that quite understand how important a resume is in the job search. So before I explain, my name is Jessica Fiesta George, and I'm your host of a brand new podcast called Just Get Hired. This podcast takes a closer look at the art of finding a job and keeping one too. We're gonna talk about different topics each time to help job seekers understand how to navigate through the job marketplace. And we're gonna have meaningful conversations along the way. Okay, so let's dive in. Resumes come in all shapes and sizes, and there's not one single format or version that I can tell you is the magic solution to grabbing the attention of a hiring manager. If I had a dollar for every different resume that I have seen over the last 15 years, I think I'd be pretty well off by now. If you're actively looking for a job though, you do have to make sure that you have a resume that is updated regularly and easily accessible. Most companies don't need that fancy paper copy anymore. I mean, we are in the digital age, but it would be wise to keep a few fresh copies of a paper resume because once we get out of this whole COVID-19 situation and we start calling candidates in for face-to-face interviews, you're gonna need a paper copy. When I talk to candidates about resumes, I also tell them, think of a resume as your business card. What would it say about you? Is it nice and neat? Or is it handwritten sloppy and all over the place? I've seen a lot of very creative resumes, lots of fancy paper, cool graphics, awesome fonts, but really you don't need all of that. There's a lot of free resume templates out there that you can use to make sure that your resume stands out from the crowd. I highly recommend that you do a quick Google search for free resume templates, and you're gonna find a library full of things that you can use that hits all the points that you need to get started. Also, if you have Microsoft Word, there's a lot of free templates on there as well. Now, funny story, when I was at a hiring event, someone handed me a handwritten folded up piece of paper, and I thought, okay, what is this all about? Well, the candidate told me that she did not have a computer at home. So although it was good to see that they took the time and the initiative to come prepared with a resume, it's really not the first impression that you would want to have when someone could be potentially offering you a job. I mean, a handwritten note kind of reminds me of middle school. Remember that time when you were writing notes and passing them in the hallway? Well, we're not in middle school anymore. So all I have to say is no, don't do it. Now, if you don't have a computer at home, make sure you can find a friend or a family member that does. And even then, if you don't, there's a lot of free resources out there. So I recommend that you go to your local library or a local workforce center who can offer you a free computer to use and take the time to create one. I promise you it will be worth your time. So I've been talking for just a few minutes now, but I think I need to back it up because we need to actually discuss what is a resume. So if you caught my video that I created on YouTube, I have some great visuals on 
there as well as some formats and I share a few do's and don'ts. So this is a shameless plug for my YouTube channel. You can search my name, Jessica Fiesta George, and then under my furlough files playlist, you're gonna find a video that highlights how to build a basic resume. And then I show you a few graphic examples. So if you need a visual, go find my YouTube. But let's talk about just the basic components of a resume. Now you're gonna be surprised how many times I have seen and many of us recruiters have seen a lot of just the basic information left out of a resume. So the basic components of a resume, you have to make sure you have your name, your email address, and your phone number. Now, again, like I said, I'm not sure why, but you would be surprised how many times this is not complete. So how is a recruiter going to find you if we don't know who you are and how to contact you? So make sure you have, again, like I said, I'm gonna say this probably over and over again during this podcast, but make sure you have your name, your email address, and your phone number. Also, if you have links to your website, if you have like an online portfolio that you wanna share because it's relevant to the job you're applying for, make sure you include those links to your website on your resume. Also, as a professional, it is wise to make sure you have your links to your LinkedIn profile. So I'll probably cover LinkedIn profiles in another episode. What I would not add though is links to other social media unless you feel it's relevant to the job that you're applying for. So again, like I said, I'm gonna repeat myself and I apologize, but you're gonna hear it over and over again because it's that important. But the number one mistake that we recruiters see on resumes that is missing is your contact information. So your phone number needs to make sure it has your area code. And then whatever email address you're using, make sure that it has your email address at Gmail, at Yahoo, or at whatever server that you're using. Make sure that is completely spelled out because that is one of the things that I see all the time. We don't know if you're at Yahoo, at Gmail, or whatever. So make sure you include all of that information. Now, I don't know where the trend of putting photos on resumes started, uh, but I've seen this a lot more and more, but it's really not required if you are applying for a job within the United States. Um, there, it opens up a can of worms and I highly recommend you don't do it, but if this is something you wanna jump on the bandwagon with and you wanna put a photo on your resume, go for it, but also keep in mind to make sure that you have a professional headshot and not an over-filtered selfie or one of those cute Snapchat photos with the dog ears. Remember what I said earlier, this is your business card. So if you wanna be taken seriously, then make sure you're serious about this. Another thing that you should not have on your resume is your social security number, date of birth, or marital status. In fact, any personal information that relates to your age, sex, gender, sexual orientation, religion, etc., that should be left off, period, end of story. You can imagine the implications this can have if you include all of this information uh, on your resume. So this is highly frowned upon, please don't do it. Just stick to the basics, name, email, phone number, and then let's move on to the next section, which is your education and your experience.
Okay, next we're gonna talk about education and experience because this is the biggest bulk of your resume. So under education, it's really important that you list your highest level of education. So even if it's just a high school diploma or a GED, why not put that on there? If you haven't quite finished college and you're unsure what you wanna major in and you're still on that long-term plan and have no tentative graduation date in mind, that is fine too. Make sure you list where you're going to college, what you're studying, and then maybe a tentative graduation date. Now, if you earned your bachelor's degree or master's degree, congratulations. I know you've worked so hard for that, so why not showcase that on your resume? Just make sure that you list out your college or university that you attended and then your degree. So for example, if you have a Bachelor of Arts degree, don't just write BA, write Bachelor of Arts and then insert your degree. And then if you earned a BS, no BS, like how I did that there. Anyway, I joke. Bachelor of Science, make sure you add Bachelor of Science and then your degree. Don't abbreviate. So no need to put the year that you graduated, but if you want to, that is fine too. Um, a lot of companies used to require that you list out your GPA, but I only say put this on there if it's only important for you to get the job or the job description says you have to have a certain GPA in order to get the job. Otherwise, just leave that information out. Now, if you were involved in any sororities, fraternities, business organizations, or you played sports, this is also a great way to show that you were involved on campus. So make sure that you find room on your resume to add this. And then if you were in the military or currently in the reserves, please highlight this on your resume. I love seeing military experience on resumes because I know that you're trying to re-enter the workforce after serving in the military and that the military provides such exceptional training no matter what your rank was. Employers love to see military hires, so if you are active duty or a retiree, your resume is a great way to showcase your involvement in our armed forces. And I also have to say thank you for your service and I truly salute you. Now I'm gonna get some pushback on this next topic from my recruiting friends out there, but the debate on how long a resume should be is so different from recruiter to recruiter. Now, like I said in the beginning, there's not one magic solution out there, so you have to think about it from a recruiter's point of view. It's really a matter of the job that you're applying for and who is actually looking at your resume. So it's all a matter of personal preference, but if you think about it from a recruiter's point of view, we look at a lot of resumes per day, sometimes hundreds, sometimes thousands, depending on where you work. So as a recruiter, if I see a three to five page resume, my brain automatically shuts off and I'm not interested anymore. So if you have a three to five page resume, you might wanna reconsider it. Some jobs, want to see your full portfolio of things that you've done in the past, but I always say try to keep it to two pages and then depending on how many jobs you've had over the last five to 10 years, maybe we shorten it a little bit, um, but try to stick to two pages. Now, the most important thing that you need under your experience is the company name, your job title, and then dates of employment. So start and end dates are huge on a resume, one, because recruiters and employers want to see how long you've been at a company. 
And then if there are any gaps on your resume, you wanna make sure that you're ready to address them as well. So company name, your job title, and then start and end dates of employment. And then I want you to think about four to five bullet points of your major job responsibilities. And then if you have success metrics that you can add in there to share, keep that in mind too. Also, when you're writing, think about verb tense. So this is kind of important and one of my personal pet peeves because if you're presently at your job, please use present tense. And if you're not there anymore, use past tense. Hopefully that makes sense, but it's really important because as we're reading through resumes, it shows that you're paying attention to detail and that you're keeping your resume up to date. Okay, so no, another thing I know my recruiting friends are probably gonna get mad at me about, but I wanna talk to you about references. So adding references to your resume is such a touchy subject for recruiters. I never like to see them on resumes because truly, what person's gonna put down a bad reference? Also, depending on the job that you're interviewing for, you wanna be able to give the name of someone specific that could speak to your skills that that employer is looking for. So many times I see people list their favorite boss, their coworker, or even their best friend as a reference. So I say I wouldn't add that on there. Um, only offer up references if an employer asks you. So I just say, don't worry about adding this to a resume. Again, I know might not be popular, but um, that is just my opinion. Now, if you're just starting out, let's just say you're still in high school or you're in college and you're looking for your first job and you don't even have enough experience to fill a piece of paper. It's totally fine because you have to think about skills that you've learned along the way that could transfer to real life situations. So for instance, let's just talk about maybe jobs like babysitting. If you've had that as a job, then make sure that you list that as part of your experience. Maybe you've never had a job. If you have ever done any volunteer work or community service, you can list that on there as well. If you've joined a club, if you played an instrument or were involved in sports, list that on your resume. And if you really just don't have anything after all of that, then look, no worries. We all have to start somewhere. Um, you can add relevant classwork or courses that you've had, um, but above all else, just don't show up empty-handed. When you apply online and they ask you to upload a resume or you have to fill out the job application form, you can't just leave it blank. So it's also a good idea to find meaningful experiences and then see how you can transfer that into a resume. It's definitely a plus. Now the next section to consider adding is a list of your skills. So I always say stick to hard skills. So for example, if you have experience in a particular software, add that. So most of us know how to use Outlook or Microsoft Word because we do our papers. If you do Excel, anything like that, you can add on there. So that is software. Now, if you're an expert and proficient, let's just say you're a Microsoft Excel pivot table genius. I know I'm not, but if you are, then make sure you call that out on your resume that you have that skill and knowledge. So any software that you've had experience using, if you're a fast typer, include your typing speed. 
If you can speak a foreign language, make sure you list your proficiency and all the different foreign languages you can speak. And then if you're a computer programmer, list everything you can there. Um, and if you really don't have much, look, that's fine too. I would include maybe some soft skills that the employer might be looking for. So my key tip here is to go back to the job description um, and then look at some of the skill sets that the employer lists there. So if you don't have any of the hard skills, you can also talk about interpersonal skills, time management, teamwork. So skills like that are okay to have on a resume, but you just better come prepared with examples if you get called in for an interview. As we close out this podcast, I want you to close your eyes and visualize the perfect resume that you've just created. Your resume looks appealing. It has your name, your email address, your phone number. It also lists your education, experience, and all of your skills. You created this masterpiece. Now it's time to just submit it and wait patiently. As I shared in my first podcast, I was unemployed due to furlough for about eight months. I know I applied to about 100 different positions during that time, and I will say it took three to four months just to land where I am today. So don't lose hope. There are so many job seekers out there. I know it can get discouraging, but this is why your resume needs to be the best representation of you. Connect with me on LinkedIn if you have any other questions, and you can also find me and follow on Twitter at IFillYourJobs, so I-F-I-L-L-U-R-J-O-B-S, and I'll put the links in the description of this podcast so you can find me. And if you do like this podcast, I sure would appreciate it if you could share and subscribe. It means a lot. I look forward to tackling some of your job-seeking topics, and I have a few important guests lined up, so stay tuned. This is Jessica Fiesta George. Thank you so much again for listening to episode two of Just Get Hired.